looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, Rat Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from. Like Rat Sound Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album vs. Album, the King Diamond Podcast, with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Vault. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs. The Right Opinion for Those Who Love Politics. A South Park podcast called Suck My Balls. The Infinite Fringe. A watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido. Extradivarius guitarist, the Timo Tolki podcast. And the great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like Podcast and The Laugh Cast. So check out RatSoundReview.com or search RatSoundReview on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Lane's That's doing all he can to avoid talking about death metal. No, I'm not. No, not at all. <laughs> He's got to be frozen like that. <laughs> <laughs> Album. Ah. We are here with Angel Cote. What's up, Angel? What's happening? Not much, man. It's been a while since we had you on the show. Has it? Yeah, it was like three months? Three, two months? Something like that? Something like that. Whatever. Actually, and you'll be coming up soon, uh, within a, another couple more months, when you come on the King Diamond show. We have your episode ready to go. Oh, shit. Yep, that'll be up soon. Yeah. I, I forgot what I said. In the sh- we talked about in the shadows. Oh That's yeah, right. yeah, 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 fate. Yeah, yeah, that'll be up soon. But uh, how's everybody doing? Everybody all right? Pretty, pretty good, pretty, man. It's pretty, been a pretty, pretty fucking pretty good. good day. I got to listen to two death albums in a row. It's pretty right. rad. Yeah. Good choices, Angel. Although I have to say, when it came down to it, very frustrating trying to make. Oh uh, yeah, that, that's. That's why I picked it. That's why I picked them, man. I, I didn't. I had a hard what'd you, time. What'd you pick, by the way? Because uh, we gotta get to that. So, 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 so the, the album versus album. I decided to do a 
Death's Leprosy versus Symbolic. Leprosy here. There you go. You, you got that one versus. So you got the same band, two different records with two completely different lineups. And what you can say about any two, death two albums. different periods of uh, Chuck's musicality. So, son- sonically, yes. Yeah, two very different visions of what he wanted to do with death metal, but both excellent. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's album versus album. You know, I don't, I don't do things like that. You know, I talk to my friends. Oh, what's the better album? What's this? So when you guys when Wayne hit me up about this, I was like, oh, you know what? Let me make it interesting. And just <laughs> one of the greatest bands of all time. That you know, if you ask me, they, there's not a bad death album. No, know? there isn't. There no, isn't even a there bad is not. So I mean, they you know he he put out a solid what seven out of seven. Really? This is my first time I've heard yeah. by any death album, by the way. I mean, Sound of Perseverance, I, 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 I hate the painkiller cover. I'm not going to lie. I really wish I right. didn't have that record. No. All right. All right. No. I never heard it. It's, it's, uh, it, it's uh, I, I would like it shame if, on more you. if it was a B side. Right. It, it, it yeah, kind of ruins it the flow of that record. It, it's weird because I remember when that album came out and it had Painkiller on it. Then I had read later on that Painkiller wasn't supposed to be on the U.S. version of that record. Mm-hmm. It was only supposed to appear in the Japanese version of Sound of Perseverance. And then for whatever reason, Relapse decided to just throw it on there anyway. At least that's what I read. Huh. Bad decision on their part. I like. I dig the cover. I like how Nate is very uh, considerate tonight and holding the mute button down while he's eating his chips. <laughs> I I applaud you. You're learning. Oh. <laughs> um. I I mean I love Death though. They're, they're in my top slot. five Look. favorite bands of all time. I actually have. The logo from my original T-shirt I had when I was thirteen cut out and stuck to my wall now because the rest of the shirt is long gone. <laughs> All right, that's awesome. Yeah, that's killer, yeah. dude. I, I, I was fortunate enough to see them live. The Sound of Perseverance tour. That's oh, the really? same year I saw them. Yeah, yeah, with Hammerfall. You lucky motherfuckers. They played with Hammerfall. When did Chuck? I, what, it, it, dude? The, the, the fucking the touring lineup. Or at least for the New York show was it was Hammerfall, it was Shadows Fall, Hammerfall, and Death. I remember <laughs> Shadows Fall. I don't remember right. if Hammerfall was there. It, it, it was the original Shadows Fall line. Yeah. Shadows Fall lineup. Yeah. When they played <laughs> Richmond, because it was a smaller club, I think it might have just been Shadows Fall and Death when I saw them. Oh wow! Okay. It was funny, like when Hammerfall first started, they started getting lumped in for some reason with all these death metal bands. Like when they did live shows, I don't know why. They don't. I don't know. They're pretty cool, though. I know they do have some people that were in yeah. death metal bands in Hammerfall on that first album. I don't know. The only bands know. I've seen are bands that have toured with death, like Obituary. I've seen Morbid Saint. That's, that's a flex I have that I've seen Morbid Saint. Not a lot of people have. It's pretty cool. But uh, when did Chuck die? 2001. 
2001. December 13th, 2000. It's the saddest event of that entire year. That's it. Oh, yeah, that was that was fucking lousy. Well, this is the first death album, well, first two death albums I've ever listened to of my entire life. Okay, that? and that's that's my, my lunatic running around. <laughs> that's my dude. Is he a death fan? Well, now you need to go on through yeah. the rest of them. Uh, you know what? I I do have like a short clip of when I put him down to sleep while listening to a death record. Yes. Really? Yeah, this was some time ago, but yeah. That's interesting. I've been trying to get my son. How old is your son? He's two. Oh, and he's already wow! You got him into music pretty pretty early. I've been trying since he's been born. He he does listen to some things I listen to, but some other stuff he's just like, no, turn that off. Well, it's, that's you know, music. It's what one of my jobs, so yeah. you know, it's all it's always around, you know. Yeah. But um, all right, so death, leprosy. First of all, I like right. the album cover. The album cover is cool. That's a very iconic album cover. Too. Every time I, every time I see Death, that, that album covers. Yep, that album cover is always uh, portrayed. But um, I don't know, Angel. You want to say it's some... like my third favorite from them? Is your name Angel? It's not. Yeah. I was just gonna add that before we. Well, when I get to you, you can add that. How about that? Sorry. How about you put yourself back on? <laughs> put yourself back on mute and just eat your. There you go. Right back on mute. He on. goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right, so how does this us, work? You want to so give us some background? On? Give us some background on leprosy. A background on leprosy? Okay, forget it. How do you... <laughs> I wasn't in a band. I know I'm you back. weren't in a band, but like, you know, give us what got you into this album. What, you know, how'd you get into it? Oh, um, how did I get into it? Actually, the first death record I heard, I had listened to, and, and, and then like, you know, I got a mixtape from a friend of mine, which had Living Monstrosity on it. And that's off of a spiritual healing. So I heard of that song. I was like, oh, dude, this, this fucking rules. I got to go and get this record. So I went and found spiritual healing. Love that album. And of course, then I went and uh, did the back catalog. So I went from there and I picked up Leprosy. So that's how I discovered Leprosy. I was like, oh, well, there's this fucking killer cover. And this is the same lineup from, yeah, that's the only album with the same lineup on two, you know, more than one record. Oh really? Right. So leprosy and uh, actually no, I'm lying. The guitar player, uh, they yeah, out guitar James players, Murphy but rip, is. But but three out of four were the same in those two records. That's enough. That's close enough. So yeah, James Murphy was on um, Spiritual Spirit Healing, and Rick Ross was on Leprosy. Yep. Interesting. And um, yeah, dude, of course that record just fucking crushes too, man. Uh, I was like, holy shit! Like, what the hell is this? Mm. Uh, yeah, just a mix of, you know, it's very ferocious record. Even riff, riff wise, Chuck's vocals are so angry yeah. and aggressive. And then you know, you, you got like these like minor melodic points, and then Chuck's solos, which are his solos, are like bar none some of the best. You know what I mean? Through his entire catalog. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just it's a, it's a really well put together death thrash record. Yeah, like what I said, this is my first time I've ever heard it, and now I can kind of tell now because everybody always praised uh, Chuck for his guitar style and everything like that, and I can see why because he is a really great guitar player. It has a lot tone, of really cool. Too. He's a what? You oh, can tone. you can tone, you, and you can tell the difference. I mean, 
you can always hear when it was him. Mm-hmm. Later on, the second guitar player was, was always. I, I would always say it was someone who was, was a little, maybe a little better or a little more uh, sh- shreddy, as you mm-hmm. can say. He'd always have like he countered himself with shredders later on, especially like mm-hmm. the first time he did that was in Spiritual Healing because he had James Murphy and James Murphy's fucking ruthless on guitar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it was Rick Ross. Rick Ross, which he, I, you know, I'm not gonna say he sucks or anything. He's more like a Kerry King type type of lead player. Yeah. You know, like. And you, you can hear that contrast on leprosy. Like, Chuck was all, like, melodic, and he had this beautiful phrasing, you know, with whatever was going on. And then Roger coming with a solo, and it was just dive bombs all over the place, you know? <laughs> yep. And you can literally hear it through the whole right. You're like, oh, there's Chuck. That's it. All right, yeah, there's Rick Ross. <laughs> That's cool. It gives you two different things, you know? Absolutely. But, uh... You can totally hear the contrast. Yeah. But I like the album. It's cool. I mean, I'm not really into death metal at all. I, there's a very few death metal bands I like. Um, one thing that bothered me, too, but then I also I listened to uh, on Amazon Music. And right when the song, the, the first song started off this album, Leprosy, it just has like a weird sound to it. And on YouTube, it's got a different, totally different mix. So I, I got to listen to it again. But um, yeah, they, there's well, a, they remastered it. There's yeah, a remastered, remastered it sounded like terrible or something. I don't know. Like, uh, just this right. here sounds pretty good. I mean, this is one of those ridiculous friends and family editions, but it's remastered from like, was it say 2013? And it sounds really fucking good. Yeah, I, think, oh, I, I guess, guess that's, that, that's when they remastered that record because they did a whole yeah. thing of remastering all all the death records, and then they threw in, like, a bunch of goodies, like, yeah. you know, it's, like, fucking two hours worth of music, two and a half hours worth it's of It's like shit. the Disney you know vault I mean? of metal records. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. But whatever version they have up here, I don't know. It doesn't say. But uh, it almost sounded like it was, like, industrial at first. I'm like, why is this, this sounds kind of weird. It just, it well, you, you, know, like... you know what? The, 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 the record has a very, um... It's like the drums kind of have, like, an it, industrial it, type sound. To yes. It. Yes, especially the the toms. Yeah, the toms and snare, absolutely. Um, it, it it's got a very uh, uh, very flat sounding. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I wasn't wasn't expecting that at all. I was just expecting something totally different. It's, it, it's sharp, I guess. It, it's like flat and sharp. But there's still meat in there. It's, it's, it's oh, yeah. very weird. No, it's, you know? it's very. It's a very heavy album. It's got uh, a lot of power to, the, especially with the drums. It just you know, a lot of it, a lot of heavy stuff in this album. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Craig, I'll let you talk. It's a fucking monster, man. This right, rec- one of those records that's like bred into my DNA. The first one I ever heard was Scream Bloody Gore. My buddy Adam was listening to it in the car and. I had heard Possess Seven Churches by that point, but nothing, anything heavier than that. I was like, dude, what the fuck is this? Like, this is amazing. And I got the first three from him, and Symbolic was actually the current album at that time. I got into it from there. But, um, I mean, Scream Bloody Gore was definitely, I feel, the first true death metal album, but it was still pretty thrashy. On this here with... Chuck's versatile picking and the contrast between him and Roz and then even uh, Terry Butler's bass playing. I really feel that this totally cemented exactly 100% what death metal was. Dude, I, I even, I, I dug, I dug Bill Andrews on drums, man. Yeah. I, d- I dug his playing. 
At the very I think least, Bill Andrews was on, on, on those two record. records. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he kind of just held it together. But it right. worked. It worked. It totally worked. You know? I think that's one Speaking thing that threw me off a little. What, Nate? Speaking of the drums, you're the, Angel, you're the only real professional drummer in here. Open yeah. casket, that fast drum part at the end. Is that a blast beat or no? Uh, no, it's a fill. Okay, because okay, because it sounds like it could be played as a blast if you really wanted it to. Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we live, you, that's you the one anyways. thing about death that kind of sticks out as out of many things is. There's no blast beats? Yeah, no blast beats. No. Ever. <laughs> There's never not, any not, fucking blast beats. Not a single fucking grind. <laughs> because, man, they weren't a, a bunch of fucking vegetarian <laughs> protesters from England. They were from the fucking swamps of Florida, man. <laughs> and they well, kept it. You just grindcore and like Terrorizer is better than 95% of death metal bands. I love Terrorizer. Terrorizer but, uh, is fucking hard. Now, I always thought that was weird about Death, too, but I honestly don't think they need the blast beats. Like, Bill Andrews does a great job on this record, I don't think and I think either, his man. commentary really works. Um, but, but Also, uh, too, when did this album originally come out? When did the album originally come out? 88. 88, yeah. Were blast beats a thing in 88? Yes, I know. Yeah. Alters of Madness. It's well, literally. Alters came out eighty nine. They had written uh, a, a Scum came out in eighty seven. Carcasses Recaputrefaction came out oh, in eighty eight. Yeah. Symphonies right. of Sickness was eighty nine. Was um, it was it wasn't uh, World Downfall eighty seven? No, World Downfall was eighty nine too. Eighty nine. Yeah. Yeah, but consider the fact that a lot of this music had already been written in the underground by 88. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there was so much tape uh, trading going you know, this, on. This, yeah, Blast Beats had to have this fucking This fucking Blast Beat debate and, is insane. And Cryptic Slaughter. It, it, it can go on. Cryptic Slaughter. It can. Cryptic Slaughter well, existing. The, the originator is Charlie Benante from Anthrax. 85. So, what do you think? What would you 19... say that? What makes me say that? Yeah, what song would you say that with? Dude, look, just listen to uh, Speaking Much or Die. No. No, yeah. not AIR. AIR opens up with a, with a, like a blast beat, and so does... Um, what's the first song off of um, Among the Living? Among uh, the Living? Among, among, among the Living, yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. No, there's, there's, there's no... There's no uh, yes, no, there no, no, no. is. If you want to say, like, I would say Charlie was really blasting on uh, Speak English or Die. Which was eighty five. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with it. So yeah. you know that's kill yourself, that's kill that's, 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 that's still dated pretty fucking yeah, early. So. That's right. Listen, but there's a there's a song by um that band Billy Joel was in. Attila? Never heard of that one. No idea. Dude, this, Billy Joel was in a band called Attila. And, you oh know, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's that where he's he's it's like Manowar. Like he looks like he belongs in fucking Manowar. Like, yeah, Manowar. yeah. <laughs> Dude, guys, you guys got to do yourself a favor, and when this is over, look up Attila. I will. Type in Billy and Joel, not the Beth Billy, Billy Joel, Billy Joel, Attila. <laughs> and and there's and there's there's a fucking song, and it has a fucking blast beat. Really? There's a fucking uh. blast beat in this midsection of this. You know, I guess they they called it like. 
proto rock or whatever it was yeah something but it's like got, that yeah. it's you know it's got like this circusy keyboard type of thing and the drummer is straight up doing he's fucking blasting he's grinding oh yeah um, i got it up on youtube I'll watch it. and, and, and that's it that's just like Voivod. that's got a blast beat yeah it does yeah yeah that's 87 yeah mm-hmm. yeah so see, Charlie Bernante yeah. still still in the league. 85, 85. Yeah. And, and and the guy from Matilla in the seventies doing blast over circus keyboards. <laughs> but uh, what's some of your favorite songs off of this one? Um I really can't remember any of the songs. I mean, I think it's the second one, Born Dead. Does that one kinda oh, like Born, that? Yeah, Born Dead's great, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's dude, Born Dead's gnarly. awesome. The title track every song on this record. Every song is fucking great. I mean I, pull, pull the plug is a fucking radio ready oh. death metal song 20 <laughs> yes. years before anybody was ready for something for that it's so fucking catchy but it is picking is so intricate right. it's badass but, uh, but, uh, o- open casket you mentioned earlier oh, that's yeah, another yeah. killer one that's and really uh, my my my, per- my personal favorite is probably either born dead or left to die yeah. yeah, Left to Die is such a great let, song. Left to Die let is fucking... The, let it be mentioned, like, Obituary got their entire sound from this album. Oh, I mean, this is Morris sound right here. This is right. Sweet yeah. Door. <laughs> right, but I'm saying, like, the doominess of this album, though. And the yeah, use I, of all... I, I, yeah. I, 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 I could see a similarity yeah. between this and, like, Cause of Death. Per se, but you know, think of I mean? the main riff of pull the plug, just that da 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 da. Sounds exactly like you know they're they're, they're all yeah, fucking yeah. again you know obituary. That's another Tampa band, so I, oh, I'm yeah. sure. Listen, they were all like, yeah, I'm sure they probably influencing each other. each other and all that shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's I don't know. Then I think a deicide and deicide are completely different. Yeah, whoops. Yeah. So is more. So is morbid angel. Right. Yeah, but. Eh, and then, I mean, a lot of those bands were completely different, but e- even the, you know, they all corresponded. Like, even Cancer, James Murphy played on one of their albums. They were from Britain, yeah. and they sound yeah. like they could have been a Morris sound band. Yeah. Atheist. Atheist. Yeah, is Atheist is complete, another great example. I mean, Cynic is completely off the wall, but I don't, I'm not too into Cynic. I love Atheist, though. Well, Cynic, Cynic I gotta Cynic, be in the Cynic right is mood more... for. Cynic was more fusion-y, you know? They, they, they definitely were right. heavier on the fusion side. And then you had those, those robotic clean vocals. Right. And that, 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 could be, that could be a little off-putting, man. You know, it's definitely one of those, uh, if you're piece not a musician... It's a piece of time, e- though. E- even then, you got to sit there and kind of, like, get yourself into that mood to listen to yeah. it. And, and listen, Focus is a phenomenal yeah. record start to finish. Like, you know, I listened to it, like, probably another 20 times after Sean Reinhardt passed. And I had probably, you know, and I'm pretty sure I listened to another 10 times, like, two months prior to that, you know? It's one of those records that just comes on rotation. And, uh, uh, but, but, but even sometimes, even sometimes I'll listen to it and it's like, all right, I gotta, I gotta take a break, you know? Right. Uh-huh. And, it, and it has nothing to do with the music. I, I, I kind of, I'll say it's the vocals for me, personally. Yeah, I, no, that's I, why I, I like I, atheists, though. That's just you know. With, like that's, with that said, it's just, right. Oh. With that yeah. said, I wonder what 
you know, how much more into that record would people be if it was strictly just the death vocals? I think it'd be a lot bigger, actually. Yeah. You know? Because look at was, Opeth. You know, yeah. If it was just death vocals and there was no, you know, that really, like, weird fucking cyborg sounding shit. Right. Alien shit. Right. Because you can look at Opeth and compare that. Opeth's all death metal vocal albums, so way more. I think they got bigger once they, uh, well, they did the hybrid thing, and that's when they got huge. I thought they, they haven't still, sold more they still haven't. No, I, I doubt that. I think probably Ghost Reveries, Reveries probably destroyed that. That album's huge, Ghost Reveries. Yeah. I don't know. That, I'm not I'm more into Bloodbath myself. To Listen, be that that's 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 the album that got that band into fucking selling out theaters and shit like that. I don't know. I I don't really pay attention to Opeth as much. I'm more of a Bloodbath guy. Bloodbath is great too. I fucking love that logo too. What a great logo! I'm a death guy, so yeah. Let's get back (laughs) to leprosy. We're talking. (laughs) We're talking. We're here. Album versus album. We're talking about these other. So influential. (laughs) This is what happens. So influential. Yeah, you can't talk about uh, these other bands without talking. You know, talking metal and other stuff. Death Um, versus everybody. Do do one one thing I did want to say about this record too. uh, Primitive ways. Uh, probably has what I would uh, consider Chuck's first beautiful composition moment on it at the end oh, yeah. with the uh, acoustic guitar. That is just so fucking brilliant how that sounds. 100%. Yeah. You know, he, he, he just just amazing the way he wrote music. Yeah. Yes, he was very good. Um, and uh, ch- uh, my favorite two off of this, because I really love like every song on it, I'd probably have to go open caskets and choke on it. <laughs> I love choke on it. Just a mad dash awesome. to the end. Oh, Left to Die was pretty cool, too. I don't know. Yeah, it dies great. The title track. I mean, that's the thing. There's really, like you guys are saying, there's really not that many bad songs on here. I'm just not used to, you know what it is? The vocals. I'm not used to that kind of, you know, the death metal style. But there are some cool stuff on here. Some of this stuff, like really, like Born Dead and Pull the Plug, I think transcends genres. I mean, they're just great songs. Great zombie ritual. Yeah. Yeah, It's fantastic. Yeah, musically, I like it. All right, so. So what about now? Let's right, go on now to we symbolic. Get, now we get to symbolic. Symbolic, the more contemporary record. Yes, this, this has been completely changed. Worlds apart. Well, yeah, that's world. a totally different band. Totally I mean, different. Right. That's right. Totally to- different. Totally different Chuck. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he was no longer evil Chuck Schindler at this point. Chuck Schrodinger. He was Chuck the ph- uh, philosopher. <laughs> Chuck Schrodinger. Is that how you say I'll it? say it how I say Schrodinger's it. Cat. say it how you say it. Because <laughs> he's a philosopher. Like, uh, cat. Chuck Schuldiner, I think it's pronounced. Yeah, it's, I it's, thought it was Schuldiner. Yeah, it's Schuldiner. Is it Schuldiner? Yeah, it's Schuldiner. Chuck Schuldiner. Chuck Schuldiner. I don't know. Schuldiner? Shut up, Nate. Put yourself no, back on mute. Chuck Schuldiner. No, it's, <laughs> but anyway, I don't know. Every symbolic. time I read it, it looks like shoulder. I don't know. Shoulder. Every shoulder. Song shoulder. In this shoulder. Album, Chuck, also Chuck, great. Chuck, Chuck Schuldiner. Chip shoulder. 
<laughs> I'm not a huge fan of the album cover. I mean, it's cool. It's trippy. It's it's a uh, album cover. Oh, no, it's fucking stuff. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that, that's uh, the, the album when the album covers got weird. Was right. pretty much the last like really cool looking album was Spiritual Healing. Oh, individual thought patterns looks kind of cool. It's an album cover that fits that time period because the old everybody had like weird looking uh, album. Covers. Yeah. You know, yeah. th- then then they had like really like uh, like a human hu- human had the the autopsy like you know the medical me- medical book um, illustrations of like the human yeah. body. Oh yeah, but humans as heavy as leprosy is. Humans, oh, humans, humans heavy. insane. But listen, we're, we're not we're not talking about human. Right. Yeah. You, <laughs> humans a completely can, different story. Yeah. I'm saying because you can partially map the change in album covers to the change in music. Well, with human, that was that was the the changing point, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much, like that's it. That's the we go from death thrash to this fucking experimental thing where we're throwing fusion in, we're throwing like you know crazy melodies. It was the changing point of death. Right. Yeah. Chuck as a writer. And then, and then symbolic, I feel, is where he perfected exactly what he wanted to do and had a band that was fluid enough to where they played this shit it all sounds completely natural off the cuff oh yeah and everything is timed perfectly every yeah. it's anyway. it's i like like um i said to wayne earlier i it's it's death's steely dan album for me it's therasia right what made you pick this album angel why not? <laughs> well, I don't all the other ones. I don't know. Is there, is there a special reason for this one? No, not at all. Actually, I'm 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 glad not he did pick it though. I think this one gets overlooked a little bit. I, you know, I I think it's it's for me. It was you're at the the, the definitive point of the death rash era for death was was leprosy. You know what I mean? Like, that was like, okay, that's the meat and potatoes, that's everything. And then, you know, Spiritual Healing is great, Scream Bloody Gore is also great. And then you have the, you know, Human was the, that point where, like I said, they were crossing over. And it's the total hybrid of these two new th- these two elements. And now, you know, symbolic, you're a little in. So I think it's good to put those two, the, you know, the best gut thrash and then what some would say the best of that era of death was symbolic. Right. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, I could, I, I could not find the words to put all that together. I'm like, okay. okay. I that's need how usually I am on this show. But uh, oh I'm, glad you picked, <laughs> I'm glad you picked this album because I actually really like it. I thought it was pretty cool. I because it, it's you know, yeah. it's, it's oh, more yeah. modern. It's more modern sounding. The the production picked up a lot on this album. Um, the drumming's really great. I, I thought first it was Richard Christie because it's Gene Hoagland. It, it's Gene Hoagland. Gene Hoagland. Yeah. But they they very they have a very similar sound in their style of playing. I think. Do you, you think they have like a similar style? I don't know if it was because uh, because when I put on this album, I I immediately knew it was mixed in Morrison Studios because it has that iced earth uh, sound to it, and I can tell where right. it was from. But I uh, mean, there was like you know like. For me, from the drummer's perspective, it's like um, I think that all started again. 
with human. Yeah. Because you had Sean Reinhardt, and Sean Reinhardt was he pretty much changed the game right. for the genre for the genre. Because there was nobody. He perfectly blended extreme drumming or extreme drumming in its earliest form before, you know, blast beats or anything like that. Though blast beats was already happening when human came out with fusion and jazz. Yeah. You know, no, no, nobody had done that that efficiently. You could say pre cannibal corpse. Cannibal corpse is what brought on everyone blast beat. I guess. Yeah, yeah, but 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 shoot, but yeah, Sean no, Reinhardt but, would do yeah, would no. do shit like a Purdy shuffle, with right? It. Like right. I, I, I like, get what when, Angel's when, saying. Uh, yeah. No, I know you. When did Human come out? Ninety three. Ninety two. Ninety two. Indi- yeah, Actually, individual thought you know, patterns. We we, we 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 already had Alters of Madness. Fucking butchered at birth. You know, fucking um, FG the Forgotten Downfall. World Downfall. We there was oh, already shit, fucking blast about World Downfall. There, there were motherfuckers blasting. Deicide was already out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I fucking love And still, without a blast beat, a fucking right, a jazz fusion guy came in and and put down, laid down some of the most fucking brutally complex. Uh, drum, drum, drumming parts ever. You know, it was a game. Like nobody talked to people who discovered that that band or heard that record when it came out. They were like, dude, there was nothing like that. Nothing. Samuel every, 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 everybody, everybody was, you know, very formula. Metal had its formula. Right. Being death, being death metal or thrash. This guy just people were like, "What the fuck is he doing?" Double ride, like <laughs> the hi hat and the ride at the same time. The fucking fills, you know. He was just playing all sorts of weird shit, dude. It, and no, like nobody was, was doing that. It's like he's playing his own song, <laughs> you know. It's it's but cool, it's, but, it's, and, and he made it all work. All on the money. It's yeah. all on the money. You listen to it, you're like, "Oh shit, this is fucking methodical as fuck." Yeah. Yet it sounds so free. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sound of perseverance is like that too. You stop I'll bringing up other albums. Well. We're talking about fucking one album at a time here. All right, so we'll, 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 we'll get <laughs> to that. We'll get to that. And then, so after you have someone like Sean Reinhardt playing your band, you, you, you kind of want to keep the same type of momentum going. So eventually, Sean, the, the cynic guys, wound up leaving the band. And then he got uh, Andy LaRoque and um, Gene Hoagland and Steve DiGiorgio. Well, DiGiorgio was already on Human, so he stuck around. And uh, and dude, Gene crushes it. They again, they continued oh, yeah. with that. They continued with that uh, progressive. It was less fusiony, but they still kept like you know all like the odd meter stuff and like all like the, the weird polyrhythmic patterns that were you know. Right. This is that's probably what started landed coming in, in Death Clock. Uh, dude, Gene. Gene is just you know that that's a I'm whole like. The drumming from Symbolic and the all three and individual albums. thought patterns, you know. Right. He, well, listen, he did oh. Strappy on Lad for fucking years. Oh yeah, and Dark Angel. And well, Dark Angel was before that, but yeah. Um, what else? Uh, he did Old Man's Child record. I mean, dude, Gene, Gene is just fucking. Yeah, he's played Gene. with everybody. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but then you know, so at like 
you know, even I saw a thing with Gene talking about where he says, like, yeah, dude, Sean Reinhardt, like, changed the fucking game. And it was like, that pushed his playing for Gene. Like, Gene was like, you know, I, 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 had, that. I had to play that stuff and then, like, you know, try to, like, carry on sweet, but, like, in his own way. Because Gene doesn't sound like Sean Reinhardt. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even. No, he's more rhythmic. Yeah, exactly. He's a little more. Uh, how do you say? He's more bursty. He's more bursty. Yeah, yeah. He's more, yeah. more, more power. Like I always think, death is certain. Life is not like the intro, like that, where he's just bursting the kick drums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still, even like you know, Gene did fucking crazy shit on that record, dude. Like zero tolerance. You know. We're, oh yeah. So now, so now we're up to symbolic. Mm-hmm. You know, right. but like a song like yeah. fucking zero tolerance that. Thousand eyes. That fucking drum intro is dope. A thousand eyes. Those triplets. The fucking you know he's doing the fucking the 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 polka beat, the Slayer beat, and he's oh, fucking yeah. throwing in, he's throwing in these fucking uh, these threes on the kick. It, it's so fucking like yeah, it's like I never I I had never heard anything like that at the time. He kind of invented I, it, to be honest. When I heard that record, I was like, this motherfucker, like, these, look at those, like, these roughs. It's like, what the fuck? And, you know, it's a fast song. Like, A Thousand Eyes is one of the quicker songs. But, um, you know, and then he's got the, I think the timbales or the congas in the beginning of um, oh, yeah, Empty yeah. Words. Yep. Oh, yeah. You know? And he, he just wrote so, from... From a drumming, drumming again, drumming perspective, Gene was another game changer. Like he carried that, that that the torch that Sean had put out there. You know, just right? Grabbed and ran with it. You know, it's like rhythmic and atmospheric. Yeah, yeah. He just he had he had his he had his own thing, man. Like Gene just again another game changer. There's a reason why he's considered one of the greatest. Metal drummers, not even per se a death metal, just one of the greatest drummers oh, yeah. of all time. You know, especially just one of the best in metal. Oh yeah, he's pretty much do it. You know, he can do it all. He's done it all. Oh, definitely. Yes, I was looking through the list of bands that he's in. I was, I, I knew he was in a lot of bands, but I know he was all in of them. <laughs> he's like in every single band. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he taught. He, uh, he apparently taught. He taught Dave Lombardo double bass. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he taught him how to double bass better because there's not much double bass on Show No Mercy for a reason. Yeah. yeah no. To be fair, Dave Lombardo was like 17 and Gene was like 22. Right. But, you know, so like Gene, Gene teaches this guy double bass and then it's like, you know. And then the student surpasses master. It's funny because listening back to the Show No Mercy, it sounds like a completely different drummer when he gets to the next album. Well, he also has I mean, to listen the from, symbol from... separately. Yeah, I mean, yeah. from from Show No Mercy to Haunting the Chapel. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah huge, like chemical chemical warfare is like all the from Haunting the Chapel to Chemical Warfare. That's where he fucking spikes. Yeah. The and title track, Chemical and Warfare. Waits. Oh fuck. Yeah. And Hello Waits, Dave was just fucking out of control. Yeah, so so the, that's the one thing that really stuck out to this uh, on this album to me is uh, the drumming, and I knew it was Absolutely. either Gene Gene Hogan or, or Richard Christie, and then I looked it up and saw yeah. it was Gene. Hogan. Yeah, you know, talking and, uh, about talking about Richard, real quick, just real quick, because it was mentioned. 
you know, I got that record when it came out. So, like, when I got into Death, it was only up until Symbolic. So that was all that was available. Mm. And then, whatever, I think like a year or two later, Sound of Perseverance came out. And listen, man, that's probably the most complex, drumming-wise, mm. in the entire, like, Death Cat. It's like free-form <laughs> drumming. It, it truly is, man. With that said, you know, you talk to some people about it, and I, 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 I defend someone like, like Richard Christie, like, and he's, he's, a, he's a really nice guy. I've met him a bunch of times. Mm. And, dude, there's stuff on that record that's, I, I, can't, I can't play it. You know, <laughs> like, it's, it's like, I still fucking, you know, whatever, 20 years later, and I can't figure this fuck, I can't play this lick. Like, yeah. I know what it yeah. is, but I can't play it. Yeah. No, his control on the cymbal is amazing. Right. Just, you know, but He's, you know, again, take that, it off. it's funny. I was just talking to somebody about this on Facebook like yesterday or earlier today, and he hates him. The guy hates Richard Christie. Really? He was like, he he overplayed. He does overplay a little bit, but he over. He, he makes he, it work. He makes it. In high and in, high, in hindsight, yeah, he's the overplayer of all the death drummers. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Listen again, that guy was a kid. He had no name. So I think when it's like, all right, I'm about to play for a band that spawn two of the fucking greatest metal drummers in history. Uh, and now I'm the guy that's I, I I gotta come in. Nobody knows who I am. He went um, for broke. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. And literally every album could contest for greatest death metal album of all time. <laughs> it's like you have to pick one so you can fill your top ten with other bands. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, oh yeah. It's, there's no way to not have at least four death albums in that top ten if you don't limit it to one. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I'm still new to dude, death. Like I kind of, I keep them away from any like uh, top ten or top twenty or any of that shit. Just uh, again, man, it's like that's probably the only band I listen to that has a solid uh, discography with nothing shitty. You don't listen to Motorhead? I'm not going to go and be like, I love every Motorhead record. They have like 40 albums. I love I'm every sorry. Motorhead record. Not me. So... And uh, they made some missteps. Or, but, I don't. Uh, I don't exactly. love every Motorhead album, but I don't hate any Motorhead album. Yeah, Listen, I mean, you know what? I would. I would have given Morbid Angel the same title up there with that, oh. if not for if not for I. You know, once Illude came out, I was like, uh, oh, look, they shit the fucking bed. Look at that. <laughs> I'm shocked. Yeah. He's got a really good discography. They shit the bed hard. Cool. Now, you know, at this point, when I say, you know, what I'm saying, it's all obviously personal preference. Right. You know, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. not like, oh, you don't, you oh, don't, yeah. Angel fell you apart. don't if you oh, don't think is... every fucking death record rules, you suck. You're No, you, you listen, some people have their favorites. And for me, well, I don't have a favorite. My favorite death record is going to be different every other day. See, it's like, oh, I, I love spiritual healing. And then, like, this is the best one. And then three days later, individual thought patterns is my favorite one. Uh, it's like, oh, no, fuck, gore. fuck spiritual healing. 
Or then, you know, spiritual, you know, it's all, spiritual, all spiritual bloody gore. It's, it's yeah, zombie ritual bloody is the one is thing favorite. that pushes There's it over. There's no question there. Yeah. I can't get over zombie ritual. But, you love uh, that song? That's the hill I die. Yeah, that's my favorite death metal song ever. Zombie ritual. That Fuck intro, me. it's just jizz my pants. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, we, it's delicious. Dude, Scream oh. Bloody Gore as a record is like a religious experience for it's me. The best I fucking love that album. That album Makes every hair on my body stand on end. Yes. Dude, my my favorite tune on that record is probably Beyond the Unholy Grace. That's a great song too. Every song in that album is fucking awesome. Great song, unfortunately not on the original vinyl. Which one? Beyond the Unholy Grave? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. It came on the, that and uh, Evil Dead were the two add-ons later on. No, it's uh, Beyond the Unholy Grave and Land of No Return. Evil Dead's so the original. So Evil Dead is the actual last song of the original pressing. Evil Dead, then Scream Bloody Gore is okay. how it ends. Uh, a scream bloody gore would have been the last song. Correct. All right. I always yeah, imagine. I, I, I have, you know, I have the fucking one of the. I have the disc and like, it's got yeah. The, I mean, it's got the, those last two. It has like a star on it. Yeah. Um. What, yeah. what it was was they had those two songs that were finished that were left over and um they were released as a maxi single originally, but when they pressed it on CD later in the year. There was enough space on the CD where they just added it to it. There you go. Well, I have it. Fuck the original pressing. <laughs> Dude, I've got two different original pressings on vinyl and two different ones on CD. <laughs> of just Scream Bloody Gore. I've <laughs> only got one copy. The of only vinyl, death so album... I don't have a double of is Sound of Perseverance. I have the Japanese version of that, and that's good enough for me. And Hold even on, though me, I love give, every give me, Death give me, give album, that second. would be my least favorite because... Good. I'm going to yeah, show you something, Craig. I'm going to show you something. So I'm going to step away for a minute. I'm going to go get two things if I can find them real quick. And... Uh, <laughs> We'll talk about it I'm, I'm, I'm gonna fuck you guys up. <laughs> well, Speaking of motorhead, nice shirt. Sure. Not, 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 not you, Wayne. Yeah, come on. All right, don't fuck come me on, up. Bro. Come on. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, I really like this album. I think it's pretty good. I mean, we were talking it's... before, and uh, you guys are kind of yeah. picking on me about it, but uh, I like it a lot. No, it's a fantastic <laughs> album. Great fucking record, dude. I like, I like I, the I, mix I, of it too. So, it's... oh yeah, there isn't really a bad death mix. Right. The well, tone, the, well, the guitar tone is so good on every album; it's impossible I, to mix badly. Yeah. Well, I, I thought Leprosy wasn't mixed that well, but it's also yeah. an old album. Yeah, you know? right. Le- Leprosy's a little muddy production-wise, regardless. Right, but and Scream Bloody Gore's I mean, got all that reverb, but. Right. They they were forging the sound at the time, so I don't think any of it really sounds bad. No. It's just there's certain elements that they improved on as they went. But I figured you would uh, like either individual thought patterns or this one symbolic right. the best way. This is why we need to get them to listen to Cause of Death, because the production on that album is literally flawless. 
Yeah. We'll get there. But it doesn't always have to be about the production for me. But um, I just I like this symbolic because it does have better production. And also Chuck's voice uh, voice sounds a lot better. You know, and I do yeah. I do love the drumming on this one. His voice he got more uh I guess more comfortable with using his voice and he also changed it yeah. for the better, you know? He's not so much like growly and stuff like on the uh, I don't know if I'd say change it for the it's better. Too different. I do for me, still enjoy for me it's for the better. Here. It's, it's I can actually different, listen to it. It's two different it's, vocal styles entirely. Right. Right. It is. Yeah. Yes, I think that's why I like it, because it's it sounds more I can I guess uh, understand this one a little bit more. I would rather, rather have that stayed. for that kind of music than I would have the lower kind of gutturals for that type of music. But if oh, I have to definitely. if I have to choose between the two deaths that exist, I'm always going to choose death metal death. Yeah, yeah. of course you are. I, I, I do wish he would have he would have kept um, the vocal style he uses on symbolic on sound of perseverance though because. Yes. That I do not like his vocals on that record. I don't hate it, but I eat intro to bite the pain. That intro scream is fucking insane. Yeah. But yeah, it would have been a lot better with this kind of high to mid range. That album is more him branching out into Control Denied than it is a full death album. I still love it, but he was leaving death behind in his mind already, and it shows. Yeah, it's a shame. Uh, Everyone that should stay good and last forever. What you know? Would you say, Wayne? So, so what? He got rid of death and did Control Denied. I know I've heard of that. Well, it's it's. Essentially, yes. He was kind of evolving into what he was doing differently as a musician and wanted to do something a little bit different. And after he did Sound of Perseverance, he he didn't feel the way he was writing fit death anymore. So he went and did Control Denied with... uh, I think Richard Christie was still on drums. Steve DiGiorgio stayed on bass. But... um, yeah, he kind of ended the death name. Had he lived, I'm sure he would have gone back to it at some point. Yeah, I'm sure he would have toured and stuff again. But people uh, want to see it. We, we, when they interviewed him about it, he didn't feel right continuing under the death name. He didn't feel it fit. And I get that. Oh, I think he's 100% right. I, I mean, for, for all intents and purposes, really, uh, Sound of Perseverance doesn't really fit completely it's only about 80 percent of death record (laughs) right but when i mean gruesome exists and i can live with that being what death is basically nowadays because i like exhumed so yeah exhumed's fucking gnarly but after after hitting symbolic i'm definitely gonna look into some more death albums oh yeah because i I did listen to that one that you um, suggested a few weeks ago i wasn't too crazy about that one um which one? Spiritual one healing? Uh, yeah. The one I need keeps mentioning. Well, I want oh, to do Scream Bloody Gore. Scream Bloody Gore, yes. Oh, Scream Bloody Gore. Really? Gore's you didn't like Scream Bloody Gore? It's not that I didn't like it. I just, where I was listening to it, I wasn't in the right, you know, scenery. It's just, you know, you gotta yeah. listen to that certain. Time. I just love how off, like, amazingly evil that album actually sounds. Yeah. Because not often do you get that actual evil feeling from death metal. The way you do from a good black metal band. It's, I don't know what yeah. it is, but fuck, man. The entirety of Scream Bloody Gore, it's like, oh, goddamn. 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know I if that's agree. the Slayer in it, but you know, I don't know. Did the you know when I was listening to Symbolic too? Um, I was wondering, did Dave Mustaine ever try to get Chuck in his band in Megadeth? I don't know that he ever had talks about getting him in Megadeth, but I do know they talked about collaborating at one point. Oh, yeah, because Dave wanted to collaborate with every great guitarist. Because and... mm-hmm. uh, I could definitely tell he probably yeah. would have fit in, you know, at least on one album fairly well. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah for, for whatever reason, it did and symbolics, symbolics more of that Swedish sound too, though in the mixing, it's like a drier, crisp mix instead yeah. of that very, full, very clear instead mix. of that full filled out mix. Yeah. Which I like that full filled out mix a lot more, but that's because I keep imagining it as like mid nineteen or like early nineties full mid mid mix, mm-hmm. and where it's clear as a bell and it's beautiful. I.e. cause of death. Yeah. It's, you can hear every ounce of that album. And, I mean, Roadrunner's released so many full dynamic range versions of these <laughs> albums. Like, Massacre's just got one. What's the fucking debut where they're going into the fucking... From Beyond. Yeah, From Beyond. I'm yeah. too stoned to remember. But, yeah, From Beyond just got a full dynamic range remaster. And it's yeah. fucking awesome. I'll bet it is. I've got it's, one that of That album's uh, fucking great. Jeez, Angel, this uh, is the longest Alders of Madness. Ever. That's the one I have. Yeah. Oh, well, I've got a few of them. I mean, I've got a full dynamic range of Alders of Madness, World Downfall, yeah. a couple of them. They sound great. They really do. It's the only real remasters in metal that I'm okay with them to keep releasing. Because they just... They somehow just keep sounding better. Well, the back on black series is pretty good for the most part, too. Oh, I yeah, mean, but yeah. You could buy any of them and be satisfied with the quality forever, but somehow they just keep sounding better each time. Back in black. I hate to say it. It's been so long since I've been back. You ought to hear the fucking version of Hell Awaits I have on that, man. Sounds like fucking Satan's in your house. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, you should hear my version of Scream Bloody Gore. I got the... I think it's the 25th anniversary remaster. I got it on 180 gram royal blue vinyl. It's fucking beautiful. Very proud of you. I paid like 40 bucks for it. So yeah, I think think that's... Might be the same one Dan has. I know his is on like a blue marbled vinyl, which doesn't make any sense color wise. No, but uh, anyway, that that sounded really great though. Um, the original combat press I have sounds pretty good. The the under one flag you got to dick with the balance a little bit because there's so much fucking reverb on the record already. Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ. Dude, I have to set my speakers apart when I put that on. I mean, like, further than they already are, or the buzz. Yeah, they're pretty far apart. Yeah. 
That's just there's just so much fucking reverb on that record. He he did the same thing when he produced Strapato for uh, Slaughter. There's a fucking Strapato for Slaughter. Yeah, he wrote like half the songs on that. Who do you think Evil Chuck is? (laughs) Well, yeah, I knew that part. I I knew he was involved. I didn't know he produced the album. I haven't. I don't own the album, so I haven't read all this shit. Oh, okay, yeah, I fucking love Strapato. Like, where the hell am I going to get a copy of Strapato? <laughs> uh, oh, that's right. That, that, those fucking Metal Mind remasters, limited so... edition. They're probably like 50, 40 bucks now, too. <laughs> We're talking about um, Strapato by Slaughter. Just Chuck Great. produced that. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, produced it, wrote a couple of the songs. He wrote Fuck a Death, actually. That was originally supposed to be a death song, but he thought the lyrics were silly. That was, uh, did you guys talk about Voodoo Death? <laughs> too silly, but Scream Bloody Gore's lyrics exist. Did you guys talk about uh, Voodoo Death Cult? No. Mm-mm, no. That was, that, that, was that, that short-lived band Chuck did where he just played guitar on. Sounds familiar. I think I've heard of that. Hmm. All right, what'd you go get? I know I've heard it before. The longest second. Here we go, guys. I took I took forever to yes. find this. Just act totally unimpressed. <laughs> what about it? Oh. So it work. <laughs> huh. we got we got this one. one thing here, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's beautiful. Do you have to dig through your couch cushions? Like, holy shit. I, 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 I just have a fucking shitload of stuff. How the fuck do I reverse? Oh. Reverse what? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dude. Wow. That's Okay, cool. yeah, that was worth the wait. Holy Hell shit. Yeah. There you go. I, I, I figured we're don't talking edit about the out record. the wait, so gotta... it'll be worth it for everybody else. I was like, I'm taking so long that I have to come back with this thing now. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Absolutely amazing. And where'd you get that? Oh, it's it's like he signed it for me. Oh, yeah, but where <laughs> I, I, did he right, sign I, it? I, 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 no, he came to my house for dinner one time. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> this was at that, uh, like that time I made meatloaf. It was really quaint. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck, I heard you're a good cook. Come over to my house. Let me fuck you up real quick. Um, no, is that that uh, the Sound of Perseverance tour? Hammerfall. Oh, right. I got to meet him. So, so I, I, got, I got to meet him and I brought that. And I, I actually have screen, um, Sound of Perseverance signed by the whole band. Oh, wow. wow. Dude, that's cool. Do you have it insured? Yeah. No, I mean, it's sitting there in the same fucking stack this shit was in, along with oh, my God. God. <laughs> I mean, I was originally going to bring back the best of Yanni. <laughs> but you bring back the men at work. Oh, my God. It's well, he's in the, the same pile, of folks. It's music. sitting in the I actually same, kinda it's like sitting in the same pile. Work, but, uh... I mean, dude, I don't listen. I don't listen to these anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't listen to CDs. Yeah, well, no, I'm, I'll, I'm give me my like, address and you can send me that. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. We'll keep it safe <laughs> right. for you. We'll keep it I'll put safe it back for here. Where they, under put it back here. I'll put it under, I'm over here somewhere in D. 
Yeah, so so when you have some other host up, you're like talking about death yeah. this yeah. album. Oh like, uh, yeah, I, I met Chuck. Yeah, it fucking met... it fucking sucks. I, I don't like the album, but uh, it's signed by him. <laughs> Here's this priceless artifact I have. I don't give a shit about it. Look, somebody scribbled on it. Who cares, right? Some jerk off. It matters if <laughs> that's dead, what I have. I mean, I mean, you know, I wonder, I wonder what it matters if they're dead. I wonder what the value. No, it's cool. That's it's got to be worth a this lot is... of fucking money. Oh yeah, dude, just hang on. First of all, it's, 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 yeah, Greg probably has an the original press to find the value of that. Yeah, if it's an original press, that's going to be worth something there. And then with Chuck signed it, forget it. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, what I'm talking the, about. You might want to actually ensure it's that. It's the fucking combat version. Yeah. Yeah, you are you might actually want to ensure that, dude. That's probably worth a lot of money. Although you're laid off, so you might want to sell it and make some money. No, I'm saying if you wanted to sell it <laughs> at a later date. Hell, someone might try to steal that now that it's like could, out in public. You could buy that electronic drum set that you've always wanted. Yeah. <laughs> you can pro no, it's probably yeah. Yeah. Hey, let's put let's put it so, on eBay and let's find uh, out. Well, that's Dark Star. That's different, but the fuck? Minute work. This one here. I came back with another minute work album. <laughs> uh, uh, the first American press on combat, which by the way, was uh -huh. originally purchased on October uh -oh. 30th, 1987 for Tree Fitty from the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've seen this fucker go for 200 bucks on eBay. What's 200 bucks? The record. Scream Bloody Gore on Combat. He's, Just that's that. the, he's got the Combat CD. Yeah, fine. I got the... Yeah, I got the I got the combat CD, so I don't even know. The back, it just says combat on the back. Uh, the CDs worth around forty bucks, depending on what press it is. But you have to match it up by the matrix number. But but it's for also signed reason, by Chuck Schuldiner. Yeah, yeah, I mean signed. You're Schulden. you're probably Chuck talking Schulden. priceless. Yeah, this is the <laughs> Andy's Roadshow episode where we win. <laughs> Yeah, I got that house. one. First British press of it. Buying a house off this album. Spiritual healing. Spiritual healing. Just, Picture this. Just, just for the hell of it, I would put it on eBay and put like a um, what do you call it? Um, I don't think what the hell you call it? That's... Okay, it's fine. Why are you buying a house off of it? Because he's dead. Because he's dead. Yeah, I know he's dead, but. I guess it's because it's worth it's a lot. It's the first album signed by him. Oh. It's the one first of the, pressing one of the, one of the, one of, one of the, the first CD pressings of the first record. Hey, Angel, uh, do me a favor. Let me see dude, the disc real quick. I'll be able to tell you. Oh, wait a minute, dude. So hold on a second. <laughs> now that we're talking. Oh, no. If I started it's got, it's the disc rot. It's got disc so, rot. <laughs> so, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Hold on. You ready? So look at the back there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So look at where the album titles end. Yeah. Scream Bloody Gore, just like you said. Right. On the CD. Yep, that's the first press. Because yeah. there's, uh, there's no red highlights around the letters either. And it doesn't Damn. list the two songs on the back. 
So that is the very first CD press from 87. Side uh, by uh, Chuck, you lucky bastard. That's, that's, that's Pawn Stars. The only material, cool thing like. about my CD is Scream Buddy Gore. Okay. It's got a Come bottle on, water boy. stain on it, you <laughs> bitch. Watch your head, bub. And the bidding starts on the under the comments on the Red Side Review. At about $5,000. I mean, I've held on to it this whole time, you know? No sense to let go of it yet. There, no. Yeah, that's something don't, you don't get. No, but that's there. something that, that also, although I mean, I mean, you would want to keep safe in you know? case of an emergency. It, it also like, means something to me, you know? As like, I said, yeah. he'd rather live in a hole and then and sell it. <laughs> and I would say, like, if you have a fireproof safe at all, like with social security numbers and shit, I'd throw that album in there. But, I mean, listen, and then you got the. I have the. Uh, fucking Sign of Perseverance record sign, and that's the yeah, whole band. Yeah. And you know, yeah, exactly. Lost, that could also lost, go for a shitload of money. Yeah, but you know, two out of four members in that lineup have gone. Right. Yep. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You're sitting on a lot of money there. That's yeah. You really are. I've got, we, I got. I got. Sentence. I got. Like you should. You, you know, shouldn't have told your wife. Stuff. When I was a. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. A young whipper, a young whipper snapper metalhead dude. I would go to the shows early and fucking. I had to work. I love you guys so much. (laughs) Right when I was sixteen, this is this is the best album ever. Chuck, I love you. Like that was me. Oh, Trey, you know, fucking going to see Morbid Angel and shit. That's cool as hell. Looking on Discogs right now. I mean, I met a couple of musicians, a good amount of it, but the, nobody, nobody who's like a legend like Chuck, you know. Going on Discogs right now, the lowest nobody one is I, 70 I bucks. I smoked probably Se- the biggest joint I ever smoked in my life with obituary. <laughs> and you also met Lemmy, Greg. So it's Yeah, like, Lemmy was great. Yeah, exactly. Never got to meet Fast Eddie, though. That's one I really regret. I never got to see Motorhead, so you're still one up with me here. So if yeah, you want to make Angel, great, you want to make Angel a nice little, uh, I don't know, throw him some, throw him a, a price there, and, and maybe he'll accept it. Yeah, we'll start at twenty bucks. <laughs> that, that, that's worth more than my network. If you, you sell that, I will fly out there. <laughs> Just to tell you what I think about that, I'll I'll, I'll pay for your flight tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. No, All right, no, that's uh, that's definitely not going to go. Yeah, up no, for sale. Keep, that. keep that for a yeah. while. Can't, Unless there's can't a real it. emergency, then get rid of it. But otherwise, just keep it. There's no sense. Right. Exactly. So anyway, we're we're still on symbolic. What do we all think about symbolic? Let's finish uh, this up. It's ten out of ten. So both 10, 10 out of 10, 10 albums. 10 out of 10, Symbolic. 10 out of 10, Leprosy. Yep. 10 out of 10, Death Discography. 10 out of 10, Death Discography. So exactly. Uh, uh, what, what about you, Wayne? Since it's, you know what? Yeah. Your, your answer is going to count the, the most. Because... Right. Exactly. Right. Um, I'm, exactly. I'm going to give Leprosy, I'm going to give it like a six. All right. Okay. Don't, don't kill me. All right. No, you're All not right. in the yeah, death okay. metal. I get that. 
Right. That's right. not the objectively good album. Well, because one because of the mix, the vocals aren't too great, and the drumming's a little bit too plain. And but the music itself is right. it's it's a decent right. album. It's no, not it's terrible, not the, it's album. not the objectively amazing album here. Right. Exactly. Okay. And it's symbolic. Symbolic's a whole whole different thing. Mix is way better. His vocals are better. The drums are awesome. Everything's just awesome about that album. Um, I'm gonna give that one an eight. Okay. I like that one. I like that one a lot more. Okay. Not perfect tens, because you know I like the first half of the album more than I like the second half, but uh, still, it's still a good album. And now I'm gonna have to listen to the rest of See, uh, you, the discography. What? It's that doomier stuff. You don't get high. I'm like, I like high as balls at, I'm like high as shit at work, going through grocery stores, just listening to symbolic, and it's like, I'm in a different world, man. Yeah. Uh, 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 Dude, uh, when I threw this on today it brought back such a vivid memory of riding the bus to fucking junior high oh and yeah listening to symbolic on my walkman because i got into i got into death halfway through high school but only sound of perseverance for a while well i just i just remember it because it, it was the fucking new death right right and then i had it and... yeah i was listening to that on a disc man on my way to high school. Nice. You know, but, uh, oh, uh, Wayne, as far as, uh, check out Scream Bloody Gore. The drumming is, it's a little looser. It, it's, a, it's a lot more frantic. Uh, Chris, I, Chris, I actually Chris, did, because uh, Nate's been talking about that album for a couple weeks now. So I gave it a yeah, listen Chris, in my car, but I wasn't too crazy. Yeah, sit, sit down. Chris Reifer kicks ass, man. He's got, he's more Lombardo West, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's very slight. It's very chemical yeah, very, warfare. Very yeah, exactly. You know, crazy, just to end us off real quick. I got to play with uh share the stage with Autopsy. Oh, cool. Uh, in Canada. And like so like the bummer is that I didn't bring Get your thumb off the, the camera. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I didn't realize it afterwards, but I was like, why didn't I bring Scream Bloody Gore with me to get oh, signed by Chris Reifer? That's a good point. <laughs> I fucking love autopsy. Then I would have had two. I don't, you know, John Hand would have. I would have never ran into John Hand, so it wouldn't have mattered. John John Hand didn't actually play on the record, so he's just on the picture. Yeah, he he he. They just took his picture because he was touring with him. But Chuck actually plays every single guitar part on that album himself. There you oh, go. So it's the Alice yeah, I, I, of of death metal albums. I'm I'm sure I'm sure that was in a documentary and I missed it. Yeah. I think he also played the bass on it too. Actually, I think the only yeah, two musicians sense. on that recording are Chuck and no, uh, Chuck, Chris Reifert. Chuck, Chuck definitely played bass on it. That I remember. Yeah. That yeah, makes he, sense because yeah, he just, played all the guitars yeah. then. <laughs> all right. Well, very cool. Thanks for uh, thanks for introducing me to Death and making me actually finally listen to it now. I you know, thank God it's been so. Wait, long. It, Wayne, it's a you know you're a drummer too, so sort of. Not as good as you though. Check it out. Nah, nah, sorry. You, you, no, you that attitude. You you, you got to go to Human. Check out Human. I will. I'm gonna check out more. You know, than human sound and um, I I I know you'd like individual thought patterns and probably spiritual healing too. Yeah, I mean, just give them all the shot, and you you, you know you'd which be surprised about which one is Andy LaRock on. Individual thought patterns. Okay. No, he toured for that. Gene Hoagland plays on the album. No, 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 no. Andy um, a guitar what was it? He's a guitar oh, player. Oh, Andy LaRock. 
Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Andy LaRock played drums for fucking... King Diamond. <laughs> no, He's a man of many talents. No, of course. No, Nicky D is a drummer at King how, Diamond. Uh, how did uh, Chuck get with Andy LaRock? If he was in King Diamond, I'm sure he was busy, so how did he get him to do Death? Any idea? He just got him to do the record, and it was only the solos. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. That's that's, I think that's all it ever was. It was like, Hey, dude, can you want to do this album? Sure. And that's it. It's like, you don't even have to play rhythm. It's just did throwing Andy, leads. Did Andy produce it, too? Because I know he's a producer as well. He might have produced uh, it. I doubt that. Maybe. I don't dude, there's, there's an so. interview. There's, a, there's, a, there's an Wait, interview. Wait, actually. Did he? He, he might have produced it. That might be why. Now that I'm thinking so about it. There, there is an interview with Chuck where he actually says how they got Andrew LaRoche from from that era. It's from the individual thought patterns era. You look it up. He, he talks about it. I, it. It may have been that he produced it. I'm definitely not going to go back what? into my pile of CDs. <laughs> we got another two the hours. Cool. No, what, what happened? Year, what year was that? 93. 93. Yeah, that's, that's probably why. He probably produced it. All right. Well, very cool. Uh, what can, where can we see? Uh, or I, I don't know. I guess we can't see you anywhere. Everything's did, shut down. Uh, you can't see shit. That's can't it. Can't see shit of you. I guess right. Well, Not what's going there. on? With, what's going on with them? What, what's is the new album almost done? What's going? on? Uh, as of right now, uh, Troy had sent me some of the. His vocals are almost done. He's got two more songs. I've heard a few songs. Yes. Yeah, and the vocals. So, what do you think? It's the worst album ever. No, it's Shit, good. right? Yeah. Oh, I want to hear it. <laughs> no, I can't. This is my thing. This is Why? my thing. This is my thing. It's new, new demo hammer. Are you talking? No, Dem- no, 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 no. Oh, I thought you were talking new demo hammer. I was no. fucking. No, sorry. Oh, yeah. Real excited there for a sec. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> <laughs> right. well, it's, 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 I killed for Double Hammer. This I know it's it's. But this is this is about that, that shitty band I play in. So. That shitty band I play. Shitty band. But uh, when uh, when when do we think that's coming out? I like to say fall. Yeah. All right. Fall. Cool. Yeah. I'm fucking. He sent me like you know little things here and there. So I'm like, all right, sounds good. But I don't like to listen too much. During the whole uh, the mixing process, I, I, so I like to track a record, listen to the stems when you know any edits have been done, anything, any tweaking or whatever. Digest, and and, and and then that's it. Like, okay, cool, everything sounds the way it should sound, and then I don't really want to hear it until okay, here the album's been here's mix number one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which will, would be months down the line. So right. I don't want to hear it till then because you, you can really hear the difference in what's happening. You know, oh, you're yeah. just hearing like the it raw audio at first, and then fucking eight months later, you got this fucking thing. You're like, holy shit! And then you try to compare it. You can you hear the difference. It, it starts to fucking like wear you out when you hear it time and time and time and time and time and over again. I'm done with it. I did and my then, part. I don't. I don't care. Show. And then also too, if you hear it that way, do you feel like maybe you should play this drum different or that that you know drum pattern different or something? Do you ever feel yeah. that way? Oh, you know. Oh, you know. But also when you when you're getting things in steps, so like when, um, 
when Troy sent me a couple of songs that he had done with you know vocals and so already some of the guitars were already done as well. Mm. And uh, actually, just a little while ago, I heard uh, a a part of one of the tunes with the bass mm. on it, and the bass was cool. I was laughing. I was like, oh shit, I've never heard it with the bass before. This is awesome. Mm. But um, you know, you could still hear the unmixed drums like everything has this very it, it sounds like a demo you know yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's untouched everything is untouched and it's natural and it, it's and when you're layering things on top once you're recording one thing the the, the focus goes on to that instrument right yep. so whenever there's new guitars the guitars are what's up in the mix yeah. And then the second guitar is what's up in the mix. And then the bass is all of a sudden up in the mix. Then when there's vocals, it's all fucking vocals. Mm. You know? So then it, it's like, I don't know what I'm listening to. And it's like, okay, <laughs> I, 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 I get it. Okay, that's cool. Oh, and then you close your eyes to kind of try to get through the mess and hear right. what's happening. Yeah. So, but it, it's cool so far. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm happy. I, I can't wait till, okay, everybody's done. Goes right back to David Tarot and he just fucking works his magic and then, yeah. then yeah. I'll be like, oh shit. I'm sure it'll be good. I'm waiting. It's all fucking all, all natural. I like I, I told you last time I didn't use a trigger on it. Oh really? No trigger on the kick. That's all fucking mic. Oh, that's good. Cool. That's the way to do it. Cut out all this fucking you. fake. Fuck that. Nah, fake. fuck that. Triggers you know, for life, son. Oh, fuck all the fake shit. Come on. Let's get rid of it. Trigger shit. Good trigger on a kick. I've I've actually been thinking about uh taking a break from triggers altogether. Yeah. Why? Just for a little bit, and then going the old school route with a wood beater. Oh, geez. The the, the, the Danmar uh, metal kick mm-hmm. pad mm-hmm. with a uh, moleskin. Ever heard of that? that you, you ever heard of that? No, you've never that's heard of that combo. So mm-hmm. that's that's how they got the triggered sound back right. in the day. They would use like either moleskin, well moleskin, but um, some guys use the fucking silver dollar. Yeah, I heard that with the Metallica uh, Justice for All. They used the yeah, I, I think Supple yeah. Sepultura did it. Like a bunch of bands did it. Vinnie Paul. So now they have um, Danmar. I mean, years ago they released this, uh, you know, the, a kick patch that you put on a bass drum head. Mm-hmm. They made one that's straight metal. All right. It's like metal, and you use a fucking wood beater on it. It's essentially a trigger. Hmm. Interesting. And then, and then you take some, you take moleskin. You know what moleskin is? Uh-uh. It's a, it's actually like a, a, a foot product. It's like an adhesive with like, kind of looks like a band aid, uh-huh. but the adhesive is very sticky. So you put that over the, the kick patch, and that's what'll hold it up. And also, it kind of like coats. The metal a little bit so mm. it gets rid of a little bit of that click right yeah and then you just get a like a nice uh oh. punchy fucking bass drum that's interesting that's the way to do it man so it's like Stop. so it's like it's essentially triggering without using triggers right yeah yeah i like the way my drummer does it he all his philosophy is just hit the drum really hard that's <laughs> i i gotta respect that yeah yeah sure that that's cool <laughs> no, he's got like seriously though. He's got like you know how people have like a bunch of like beer bottles they've drank on their windowsill. He's got that with busted drum heads and drumsticks. That's good for him. It's 
Yeah. He works a lot, though, so he can afford new drum pads. Can I go eat my meatloaf now? Go for no. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, friends, uh, hotsaladreview.com. Please buy a t-shirt. We need some money coming into our show. And please go check out Angel's Bands, Demolition Hammer, and them. And I guess that's it. You don't have no website on that. If you don't listen to Pornhub. Pornhub.com. Check out Angel's Pornhub. Tons of videos on it. It's called Meat Glass. Meat Glass. Alright, see you guys next week. He just vibrates the snare with his dick. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. Wherever we go, we're going to be.